Welcome to the Rivals League Fantasy Football Podcast with Antonio Salvat and Adam Burkhardt. What's up? What's happening? Sweet to be back. It is, and we are here with a, was it, week four sweetness edition. It's the sweet one! And, you know, it's kind of just like the Ditka edition we just did. We're going to talk about some early surprises. We're just going to talk about power rankings. We're going to talk about some what-the-fuck moments so far with the first few weeks. Um, yeah, let's jump in. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I noticed we, we have a number of teams that are one and two, uh, including my team. And mine. Um, I'm glad that Melvin Gordon's going to be coming back. I think that helps me. But uh, I want to make a bold prediction on teams that are one and two that are the most underperforming. And i got to give that to Frank. I'm um, not yeah, saying right? his team's bad. I'm saying it is underperforming. And I think he is somebody to be very afraid of coming forward. Um, he's going to have people coming off of injury. Uh, aka AJ uh, AJ Green and uh, you know it's just his his team one and two and I'm looking at it Marlon Mack's been great this year Carrion's now putting it together he had three goal line carries last week which is a big question mark I think Odell's gonna figure it out he's got the see see you are a lot more confident about Odell than I am like I haven't liked what I've seen Odell's getting peppered well the thing is when he actually has been getting the ball it's been great but the offense has just not been looking great to move move the ball at all and I, and I don't disagree you know what with it's you been there. like it's been like kind of Devonte Adams like he's a great player but on a weird offense it's yeah, just weird part of the problem coming in was how are they going to distribute the targets is Odell really going to get peppered he's getting peppered well he got he's, peppered he got peppered last week he's been peppered a few weeks I mean, he Baker's always looking for him, which I think is big. He did break one big one. I could see that happening again. I, I think they could fix that offense. Well, and then Evan Ingram has also been Massive. he's been a target monster. And I'm really, really curious about how you know D Jones actually ends up you know uh, working with him. If he ends up keep peppering uh, Ingram, or what happens with Saquon, that's a really interesting kind of offense. And I want to see and Marquise Brown. Holy cow. I mean, Frank Frank hit on that one there. He's been huge for him. I know he had a down week. Um, but even on his bench, he's got Metcalf. A lot yeah, of us I love Metcalf. We'd love to have Metcalf. Yep. Curtis Samuel. I would have easily started Curtis Samuel over MVS this week, which yep. he did not do, but that's fine. I'm just saying, as far as somebody that's one and two well, that the thing has is, is great starters, Tevin Coleman might be a coming great back. bench, he has Coleman possibly coming back. He has A.J. Green that will eventually be back. That's a team that I don't foresee being on the losing side of the scale I, I for don't either. very I, long. I, I and I think him. he's somebody that can yep. easily be a top two or three team. I completely agree with you. And, the you know, there's there's a number of teams like that. Even, you know, another team that I actually like quite a bit is actually Dan's. And the thing is, is Dan's team, you know, I thought he drafted a lot better. I thought he drafted differently. And the thing is, why is he kind of where he was at? It's because... I mean, he, Austin Eckler has worked out for him. He has Devonta Adams, Sammy Watkins. He had in there for a while. Like he, he had some really good pieces. And if you Mark look at, Ingram, can't skip over the man, the myth. I mean, Allen Robinson, he's been doing okay at times. James Conner has been underperforming, but I don't expect that I was to last. Say James Conner and Westbrook are two that definitely hurt him early on because Westbrook was starting, but and even with Darnold. He, he wasn't great that Do you know who I like quite a bit? That He's just on his bench. And I understand why he is this week because, you know. He's oh, Ronald Jones. That's who you're going to talk about. No. I'm actually <laughs> going to talk about Tyrell Williams here. You, you do have a I massive love Tyrell, Tyrell Williams. But the thing is he's playing in Indianapolis, so I get why he's benching him. I still think he's going to get targets, though. Um, so I, he's been able to kind of piecemeal this team from some bad 
bad deals, I guess, here and there. But I, I actually don't mind the team, and I, I don't expect him to be at the bottom either. I, I'm, a, a I'm a little concerned about his team just because I see Derrick Henry regressing. Um, he has not been great out there. Yeah, he's no, busted no, no. a couple don't, big don't, ones. Don't, he's losing Eckler. Well, don't don't let me let me be clear here. He's been. I think his team has. I think he's been able to put together a pretty good team with what he's had available. He's still going to have to make some moves to keep going, though, because he's picked up some players that I think has been fantastic for him to actually compete. He's going to have to keep that going. Like he's not going to be able to just kind of sit on his laurels and not make any moves. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's going to have to. He's going to have to figure something but out. Let's talk about the two three and O teams. Fitzmagic and the Half Blood Wentz. What do you think? Well, at the draft, he started uh, early on, and it was my favorite team to begin with. He didn't finish that way because I didn't love his bench additions there. Um, but I, I think he's in it where I don't see him falling dramatically off. I think Matt's got a good team. Um, but I, I don't know if it's going to be enough to carry him to that top spot. Right now, his wide receiver position is really hurting. Oh, I think it's all right. I, I think, you know, he he needs more depth, definitely. From where he's at, because you know, but he's got Julio. Anyone who has Julio, you're you're good. You're good for a while. But what I don't like is having to actually DJ Moore and Jarvis Landry as your well, two that, That's what I was talking about. Along with you know, Robbie Anderson might be all right to put in Kenny Stills. Those are like wide receiver three flex guys that you throw in for a big game. Same with Deshaun Jackson. As far as stability behind Julio, I just don't see it. I mean, DJ Moore, yeah, it's nice to have in there, but I, I see him as wide receiver three. I agree. And, uh, you know, his but tight end hey. position as well, uh, the van stands hasn't worked out so well. He's injured now. Um, you know, he's starting Dawson Knox. Hey, you got to hey. throw a dart. It's I don't, a tight end position. You know hey, I don't for, hate it. For this week, I don't mind it. Amendola's in there. But, it's, again, it's it's his strength isn't, you know, his strength is his running backs. Yeah, he's he running back core with Julio. Great. Leonard Fournette. Love love both of those. Um, and he should be getting Deshaun Jackson back, so he's not going to have to start garbage as a wide receiver too anymore. So, I mean, and again, Wentz did a lot better, and he has Matt Ryan, so I think he's he has a decent team, and we'll see what happens with Robbie Anderson when Darnold comes back. Absolutely. His bench has gotten a lot better since he started, and uh, he's got options. And then the other one is Patrick. Switching of lights benches. Camara Dection. Great team, great team. Based on the players he's got, oh yeah, I like it. Whenever like you it. again, whenever you, you he has Dak, Kamara, both of them are great. Aaron Jones, hey, he has not looked good, but he's been getting he's been getting you that ten to fifteen point range, which is good for a running back. Too. Yeah, I, before you get too far though, the Dak being great, he has been great. He has had just about the easiest slate next to say Tom Brady. So I think it's somebody that I don't think he's going to carry him the way he has early on. I think some of Dak's huge games definitely helped him through, through some tough spots. Um, and having Juju without Roethlisberger hurts. Um, Edelman's a little dinged up. His wide receiver three right now is McCole Hardman, which I think is is just a little risky there. I'd like to see him as a flex. Um tight end you know kittle will be back from by so that'll, that'll yeah help I'm, him out. He's, he's he's fine at tight end uh his flex you know again daryl williams like he he is struggling a little bit with i think depth depth 100 percent. that's what we saw at the draft he mm-hmm. and that's what happens when you pay up big he went with the studs and duds and he he might have gotten a little cute with the darwin thompson stuff um but you know i i think hey it's a great start for him he surprised. I didn't think even his starters would have done as well as they have, but they did. I just got to say, if there's one of those two teams that I see regressing more so, I think it's definitely Pat. You think so? Okay. I mean, is there right now, even with all the other teams that have been playing, is there a favorite for you, you know, to 
When do you have a favorite? God, it hurts me to say it, but I, I think my favorite might be Frank right now. Really? I, I really think it might be. Uh, I'm kind of scrolling through here to see if I miss something. Um, you know what? I guess the other side would be you're one and two right now. Tyree Kill coming back changes the face of your team with Hill, Godwin, Cooks. Josh Gordon being a flex is is nasty and beautiful. Uh, Joe Mixon, I think, is turning the corner a little bit there. Um, so I do like your squad there. Uh, Mayfield, the dream, though, with Frank, I just think he has the depth and the quality players to go the long uh, long distance there. Um, Tim is another one and two team that I do like his roster. Uh, I do have faith in Gurley. I know I'm a little bit of an, on an island with that. Um, but having T.Y. Hilton, Mike Evans, Zeke, Manuel Sanders, Ertz, I think he's got a great roster. Uh, as far as depth on the bench, outside of John Brown, that's where I see the problem for him, very much similar to Patrick's team where he's starter heavy and depth. I think he needs to do a little better on the waivers. Well, and your team in particular, I mean, you have some – really amazing pieces and then you've got some pretty shit pieces to be honest and you know i'm thinking if you could end up making some moves here moving forward i mean you got delvin cook delvin cook has been just fantastic and it doesn't matter who he's playing like yeah. he's he's been great and the thing is, is i think with with him and cooper cup you both nailed i think both of those are fantastic players i think you have some question marks so it's going to be for you just ma- making sure that you're able to play the right players at the right time that's going to be a hard one i think antonio brown hurt you but again you got melvin gordon coming back so i think that's going to be a huge melvin gordon came at, huge. at the right time he came you'll back. be able to put Lashawn mccoy as your flex depending on what happens with damian williams and you know you never know what's going to happen with drew Brees. you know when he he finally comes back so you've gotten some you have some pretty promising I'm hoping pieces. Hunter Henry comes back. In the meantime, Delaney Walker's, you know, solid old man strength. He's yeah. been doing well. I'm more than happy with that. I'm really actually hoping. I made a trade for Will Fuller, and he's been a little disappointing, but he had like six catches last week, so he's getting involved in the offense, which I'm happy to see. I mean, you, you again, there's there's a number of teams that I, I honestly think are, are, are underperforming or have a lot of potential, but... Let's talk about one team here, um, Mr. Tight End from last year. Greg Cox is currently 2-1. and one. Um, Patrick Mahomes is obviously a, a big spend for him, along with uh, Travis Kelsey. That has not negatively affected his team thus far, aside from the fact that his running back core is a monster struggle bus since he lost Mr. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that's a huge hit. Like, anyone who takes Saquon, like, in both of the leagues, I know uh, uh, Greg in our league who took Saquon, you got to pay up for him, and losing him was just rough. I mean, you got to feel, I mean, I, honestly, I feel for the guy losing someone like that. But unfortunately, that's fantasy football, and we gotta we gotta be flexible. We gotta make some changes. 100%. We gotta do he something. lost guys early on. Guys, they were talking. Hey, we're gonna give him all the carries. AP has not been who we thought he was gonna be this no. year. He's been a disappointment. So you know, I feel bad that losing those two core pieces that that hurts. He lost an RB one and an RB two. Um, but you know, he did hit with scary Terry McLaurin over Man, there. What a great, I mean, I, wow. I've been John I've Ross as well, him. you know, Hey Ross, he, I don't think he's going to be as consistent moving I, forward, I but as a flex as, guy, I would love to have Ross as a flex. I think, I think every dog gets their day a little bit with John Ross. 
I think he's once, looked a lot better. Once he's AJ, looked a lot better. Once AJ Green comes back, well, the thing is, is who who on the other team is going to be game planning for John Ross until you know now? Like no one was planning for him before this. So I think once they start game planning for him, they start putting maybe a couple of guy back. Uh, you know, in those kind of uh, um, was it almost like those Tampa two kind of sets? Once they start doing that sort of stuff, I honestly don't think Ross. I don't is think they're be... gonna be able to game plan for him though. Once AJ Green gets back. And it's going to hurt his target share, but I think it's going to give him yeah. better opportunities but he's, for targets. He's not bad yet. Absolutely. And Absolutely. the thing is, is, I would actually be more interested in trying to go get Tyler Boyd rather than anything with John Ross. Because Boyd, on the other hand, once A.J. Green comes back, that's when Boyd was the monster, not before. You know, when A.J. Green gone, Boyd has been okay. But uh, I think with, with A.J. Green back, Boyd's going to be a lot better. One more note for his team, which is, I would say, arguably the largest surprise this year in the wide receiver core, is just the fact that I was extremely high in Robert Woods this year. Uh, I was jealous of the fact that uh, Greg was able to pick him up. He didn't even have to pay all that much. But Robert Woods has not been super involved in that Rams offense thus far. He's getting a lot of the short stuff. Well, I mean, he was the slot guy, but Robert, Robert Woods is... I mean, well, it's not really his fault. It's too. It's golf has not looked that good. The Rams haven't looked that good. I mean, hell, look at Gurley. And how did he get his points last year? He took those little slot targets, made one guy miss, and then just burned the field. Yeah, and exactly. That has not been happening. It and has that not. has hurt him. Well, I think they have Cup being back. Obviously, um, everybody thought maybe that injury would linger a little bit longer. But Cup has just been. I mean, he came back like a monster. So okay, so those are some of the just interesting. I guess thoughts about the teams and what they've done so far. Who are our favorites to possibly get the Sacco? Who do you got? I, I hear Tumbleweed going by because I think everybody in the league may be looking at the same team. Is that the same? I think we might be thinking about the same team. I think if you're not, you're not paying attention. That's possible. Um, but I am paying attention. So I think we're both thinking about the Manhattan Bears. Yes. Uh, you know what? It was one of those things. It was a big risk to go heavy, heavy Chicago. He obviously paid up for it with Trubisky and the Bears. That's in the past now. Um, looking at his team, I do love Michael Thomas. He got hurt again with the I fact know. of Breeze going out. That that killed him. That hurt. Tyler Boyd, great uh, wide receiver, too. L- love that he has that going. He was able to pick up DJ Shark. Which has been, you know, good so far. I, you know, whether or not that regresses to the medians, other thing. Having as a wide receiver three, I think is perfectly yeah, fine. It's, it's a great Tyler spot Boyd is a wide receiver two, and Darren Michael Thomas Waller. is a wide receiver. I, I think that's fine. I think what he's really, really struggling with is, I mean, hell, he has Dontrell Inman as his flex, and he has the two running backs of David Montgomery and Wayne Gallman. I, I think was going to say running back rough. right now. That he, is rough. I mean, he went all in David Montgomery. We said from the draft that can't be your running back one. No, and. I guess in a perfect world, had it worked out differently, maybe. But well, and he made and he made a couple of early trades, which I thought were you know decent gambles. I think people gave him shit for it. Um, and I let's think, talk about the elephant uh, in the room. We have to. We're not trying to keep poking Neil on every podcast, but no. when you have a stud player, especially before the first game of the season when he regresses a little bit, like a Mike Evans, and you're thinking about moving him, try to pull multiple teams to see if you can get a little extra because. The haul he got of Duke Johnson, uh, Duke Johnson, who might not be in the NFL in a few weeks if he keeps playing this bad, um, and Mike Williams, which, yes, Mike Williams did get hurt. I can't ding him too much for that, but that that value I think everybody saw is just, hey, 
damn, I wish I could have tried for Evans, which that's a lesson to everybody else too. Hey, make your offers, throw trades out there, see what happens. You might get lucky like Tim did and get Evans for a little bit of bench stuff. I mean, for what what did he trade him? It was like uh, he ended up trading Duke Johnson. It and was Mike Duke Williams. Johnson and Mike Williams. And the thing is, I I I don't dislike Mike Williams. I also well, I do dislike Duke Johnson. I'm you you were the guy that was actually I, I like Duke. You like Duke. I I do not like Duke, and I haven't liked Duke. I like him as a flex possible running back to upside. Which sure, he has not had. Let's just be honest; it has not worked out. The Duke experiment didn't work out. Carlos Hyde went in there; has been playing. Well, and Quite I'm, a bit better. I'm wondering what happens when Mike Williams finally is a full go because, you know, I know it's me and him have that bet. I mean, it's just a, a gentleman's bet. I said, what was it, uh, 24? I'm going to think he's going to finish as the 24 wide receiver or worse. And he was like, no, he's going to finish as a wide receiver too, basically. And, uh, you know, it's just a drink. But so far, hasn't looked that good for Neil on that one just simply because, I mean, how are you going to be a wide receiver too when you're not playing? And I know there's been quote-unquote injury, but I want to see what happens when he comes back. But there's also another team in there that I think is kind of, while he is kind of in the running, and that might be Timmy. Um, his team isn't bad if you look at it. He has some big names on his team. The problem is, is they're all relatively mediocre. They've been, or at least playing mediocre. Do you expect Timmy's team to actually continue playing the, like the way it has? Because... I mean, look at it. He has girl. He, he went got Gurley and Elliott, and he T. Y. Hilton is doubtful for this weekend. So I'll be honest, Timmy. If you listen to this before Sunday, probably should take T. Y. Hilton out of your starting lineup. Probably safe call. Mike Evans, again, I think he's been he's going to be great. But again, Nelson Aguilar isn't going to get you shit. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, I think he'll be fine some weeks. He'll be fine. He he won't be others. Zach Ertz, I think, could end up being better. Yeah, I just I'm not as worried about this team. I mean, I'm worried about his bench and his depth, same as I am with Patrick. Honestly, the team I'm more worried about is two and one, and that's uh, Le'Veon La Vida Loca. With mm-hmm. uh, currently, I mean, yes, he has Le'Veon Bell on by, but outside of Le'Veon Bell, I, I just don't love Philip Lindsay. Um, yeah, he had one big game, but otherwise, you know, I think him and Freeman were interchangeable. Carlos Hyde had a couple good games for him. Stefan Diggs, hopefully he'll turn it around, which means, yeah, obviously his receiver core of Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, and Diggs could could light things on fire. Miles Sanders has been decent so far, um, but I think his team's been overperforming, and I think he's going to regress more than any of the other teams that are on the plus side. And see, I, I am not as worried about his, te- his team because, again, I mean, if you have Stefan Diggs, who has not been playing great, but he's your wide receiver three, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Um, I think besides Timmy's team, and um, Neil's team, there's one other team that I want to quick take a look at, and that is Brandon's. Before you skip to Brandon, I just want to go down and read some of the bench players on Le'Veon. Uh, Corey Davis. Okay. Droppable. Naheem Hines. Droppable. Miles Boykin. Droppable. Jared Cook. Uh, I think he's a stash. But I'm just saying there's... There's nobody else I really want to start on this bench. I mean, you, and could pr- you could throw in Jared Cook, but I mean, again, it's he'll get you zero some weeks. He has he has not been working well so far. I, I, I think it's a Kobe Fleener situation there, and he doesn't have Breeze, so that's just somebody that I would not be comfortable with. Yeah, he's got Greg Olson in the starting lineup, which is great, but you have somebody that's a little on the on the plus side as the age factor. And like I said, I I think one injury to this team, he's looking at, you look at his team, how many teams in the league don't have injuries? He is one that doesn't have injuries. Instead, he just 
has Le'Veon on by and not the best bench. Well, fair. And then you get to Brandon's team, which he is one of those teams where I, I, I honestly don't think he's going to... I don't think he's going to be in running for last, but I also don't think he's going to be running for first. I see him maybe barely missing the playoffs or, you know, solidly missing the playoffs, but not, I don't think he's going to be sack out because he has some good pieces. I mean, whenever you, you got Christian McCaffrey, he's good. I think Devontae Freeman might start playing better. Tyler Lockett's been great. Um, but then again, you know, Ridley, Dorsett, Jason Witten. Um, Chris Carson throwing up the ball to anybody, you know, that who, wants it. who taps him on the shoulders, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he has some good, good positions he could definitely upgrade at others but i honestly think that uh yeah he doesn't have a lot of depth i I was really really trying and this is why i was looking through this i was really desperately trying to see if there's anyone possibly that i think was worse than neil's team gotcha yeah it's 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 hard i mean i I like his team here better than the other league which kind of flipped that's definitely true season i Um, I agree early on i liked his ditka team better and now with some of the trades I, i don't necessarily like that one thing i noted i really loved brandon's team at the draft even though he had the D minus or whatever that maybe puts him down. Yeah. Tilt. Okay. So, so but, let's but, say this because I know that kind of a lot of people at the beginning of the drafts or at the end of these drafts saw the grades for those things. It's pure entertainment. Ignore them. Most, if you actually have done polls or have seen what it is, most of the teams that get grades of C or or like the D C B range are the ones that actually win the leagues. Yeah, it's if you're it's an complete A, you garbage. got if you're it's, an A, you got to be scared. If you're an F, you got to yeah. be scared. Stop being so afraid of whatever the ESPN totals are expecting you to get. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's it's all projections. It's all analysis. It's all based on a computer. They're not individually going in there and really doing a lot. Um, but the one thing I wanted to point out about Brandon's team that immediately threw me off of loving it was the fact that you limit your upside tremendously when you start Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson. Wide receiver, running back is not really the pair you want. You want the quarterback and the wide receiver. And the wide receiver. And then he also has Freeman and Calvin Ridley. So right off the get-go, he's got a two pairs of running back wide receivers in his starting lineup and that those are better players they're not bad players it just it does well, no, no, th- dramatically hurt your so, upside so, so and the reason that i completely see what the hell you're saying is think about this if you have individual players from different teams in those spots those are four different teams that have to play like shit to fuck your week brandon only needs two teams to fuck your week that week the falcons and yep. the seahawks so that's why you want variety a lot of the times. And if you do a stack, it should be with the quarterback because you're basically just doubling up points. Yeah, which he does, And he does have Russell Wilson because I was going to say, heck, if Metcalf gets two touchdowns in a game, that means Carson and Lockett are not eating. And that crippled him. Yeah, he's got Russell Wilson, but hey, your quarterback's so, not getting so the same un- value. So unless you have the Kansas City Chiefs and you're basically starting everyone at the position and you can count on five or six touchdowns a game from Mahomes – you're probably going to cripple your team that way. It's, it's a hard risk. It's a hard risk. And maybe, I mean, it's one of those things in the draft where you don't always see happening on your team, and it's something that probably should shit be happens. looked out for. Yeah, I mean, at that point, shit happens. I mean, I ended up I ended up with some players that I didn't expect during the auction myself. So um, any, any other moments, anything else that you want to talk about? Because we're about out of time. I don't think so. I just want to extend the same offer I put in the other pod here. Give us a call on Sundays when you're on tilt or when you're celebrating and screaming and freaking out. Let us know. Send us a text. We'll send our the, the call to voicemail. Leave us a voicemail and we'll play it live on the pod. That way you don't have to set a lot side time. You can just talk a little shit or bitch about something going on in the game. Let's have a little fun with it. Hey, you can send me a message through Messenger. 
where you, if you don't want your voice on there, um, you have everyone we posted and it was a while ago. If you have any questions, we posted the league phone numbers. So if you need some, need my phone number or Adam's phone number, it should be on there. 100%. Text us, call us, whatever you need to do, and we will actually represent you on the pod. Um, and again, if you have gotten a trade offer from Frank, <laughs> let us know because they have been choice. Yeah, let's let's see what the worst Frank trade has been thus far. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been fun, and we'll catch you hopefully a lot sooner than we did this last time. <laughs> Good luck in week four. <laughs>